California is making it a law that it has to be a crappy state. Uh, Joe Biden keeps showing us how moderate he is by his two latest uh, picks to his administration. And Kamala Harris is a disaster waiting in the wings to be president. This is Gene and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. All right. So um, got my Halloween costume this weekend. And uh, I really was just kind of hoping that maybe I wouldn't have to wear a mask. Because essentially what we do is we don't really go out for Halloween. We wear costumes and we go have a party. And I told my fiancé, we usually dress up pretty much the same. So I'll, last year I dressed up as Chucky. She dressed up as Chicky Chucky or whatever. Just basically Chucky with a female outfit, sexy little outfit. And this year, I actually had a costume. I had to wear a mask last year. The year before, I dressed up as uh, Sam from Trick or Treat. And I had to wear a big mask, and that was brutal. So this year, I told her, you know what? Let's just dress as something where I don't have to wear a mask. I'd wear the costume. I can have a drink or two, enjoy myself without actually... Nope, that didn't happen. I'm going to end up being Sam again this year, and wear that big old mask and she's going to dress as Sam too, but with, of course, the sexy little chick outfit for Sam. So that didn't work out. Uh, I I don't understand why everything has to be a mask, but it does. Uh, So I'm going to get hosed this thing. I'm going to have, I'm going to end up probably losing the mask like I almost did the last time I, last year. I don't even know where my costume is from last year. I love Halloween, but (laughs) Uh, anyway, so not much of a news weekend, so I decided to take it easy and not work on Saturday. I actually was writing my book this weekend, and uh, a couple things happened yesterday that we'll talk about tomorrow. We're not going to talk about too much today, but it looks like we're we're looking at war in 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 uh, Taiwan today or last yesterday. China decided to really violate Taiwan's airspace. And now Taiwan is saying we're preparing for war. They're discussing uh, strategies with with Australia, the United States, and the United Kingdom. China doesn't seem afraid of anything. Gee, I wonder why. We'll talk about that more tomorrow if anything does happen. It's not much of a news story right now. So we'll have to see how that goes. So let's talk about what I was going to talk about on Saturday. Um Gavin Newsom's on fire. Since he won his recall election, instead of thinking that this was a recall election, like you're doing a crappy job, he's decided to double down on doing a crappy job. And he's done, this a-hole has done absolutely everything he can do to screw the state of California. So let's go over it. So this last week, he decided that we're going to, well, no. Hold on. Remember last week I told you that when New York decided to force doctors and nurses to get vaxxed or they lose their job, that California was going to follow along because California wants to be the most progressive state, leftist state. I don't want to call it progressive because when you start firing people, you're not being progressive. You're being regressive. But, But Gavin Newsom wants to be the most regressive state. 
And I told you, you watch, California is going to do something and I'll follow. And sure enough, he did. Gavin Newsom has announced that all students from K through 12 grades will be required to be vaccinated. And it doesn't matter, public and private schools, children must be vaccinated. What he said was this, quote, we are exhausted by this pandemic. We are exhausted by this. And that is the purpose of this. We hope this encourages folks to get vaccinated. We have no trepidation, no hesitancy in encouraging local districts to move forward more expeditiously. You know what we're getting tired of, Gavin? People like you making a big stink of a flu that's never going to go away. We're getting tired of continually hearing that we're in a pandemic. You know what? We're not in a pandemic anymore. It's over. The pandemic is over. We've got a vaccine. Now we there's now a pill being released when the FDA decides to get their heads out of their asses. That's going to be a, a treatment for COVID. What that pill does is it actually confuses the DNA within the virus itself. And the, the, uh, and the virus then just dies off. It lowers hospitalization by 50%. Why don't you just let people, leave people alone, let them figure out what they want to do, and that's it. But Gavin Newsom can't do that. Uh, he added uh, with an interview with the Sacramento Bee, quote, I believe we will be the first state. There it is. There it is. Regressive. We are the most regressive state. We will be the first state in America to move forward with this mandate and requirement. But I do not believe by any stretch of the imagination that we will be the last state. I anticipate that other states will follow suit. Yeah, now New York is going to sit there. They want to be the most regressive state in the country. So they're going to follow along with some other BS. I'm waiting before one of these states sits there and says, you cannot walk into a grocery store until you're vaccinated. That's coming. I'm telling you, that's coming. Whenever you hear we are going to implement the most progressive whatever in the country so that all other states follow us, that means California is going to take a shot doubling down to become the most progressive whatever in the country. I talked to Josie about this on Saturday, and you know what she just said? She said no. My kids are not getting vaccinated. We don't know what they what the vaccination does. I sure certainly don't want my grandkids vaccinated. She doesn't want her grandkids vaccinated. My nobody wants children to be vaccinated because we just don't know. And it doesn't seem that important. 420 kids in the last year and a half have died of COVID out of 75 million. Does that sound like a vaccination is really required. You know what's funny, though? He's not forcing the teachers to get vaccinated because they don't want to. So, but that's not all. I mean, Gavin Newsom's been on fire in the last couple of weeks since this recall election. I wanted to talk about all this stuff, but he just keeps doing stupid crap. So I keep waiting. And now I can't wait anymore because it, 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 I will be talking an entire podcast about how incompetent Gavin Newsom is. So other California has real issues going on. We have drugs, mental health, homelessness, crime. What better way to solve these problems than to blame the replay, uh, blame the police and try and reform them so they can't do their jobs? 
So what did Gavin Newsom do? Put in the most progressive rules on police. That includes sheriff, police, and CHP. This includes raising the minimum age of police officers from 18 to 21. Now, I'm not sure I disagree with this. I personally think one of the points of police reform is you really need to reform. You really need to train them. I have always said a police officer should be trained like a special forces like a special forces military person, like a Navy SEAL or Army Delta Force, that these guys are in a constant war and they need to be trained that way, where they are the best at what they are. A police officer should be, I should see a police officer and I should know that is the best person I, that I could have. I'm full confidence the police are going to be there. So I actually don't have a problem with this, except that you're going to lose a lot of people. That's my big issue. I say that you should be able to go into the police academy at 18, but then you can't become a police officer until you're 21. And you are trained in those three years. That would be the best way to do it. Allowing police badges to be permanently taken away for excessive force, dishonesty, and racial bias. Now, that couldn't be any more general, right? I mean, racial bias? What determines racial bias? Maybe I pull someone over and he happens to be Hispanic or black and I'm white? Does that mean I could lose my, my uh, badge? Limit law enforcement's use of rubber bullets and tear gas for crowd control. That's a great idea because that worked out so well in Washington, Oregon, California, New York, everywhere, uh, Georgia. Texas, everywhere there's been a riot. Um, let's make it so that we can't control the crowd. Great idea. Restrict the use of techniques for restraining suspects in ways that can interfere with breathing. We already have rules for that. Every other technique used, uh, chokeholds, for example, you can't use a chokehold. The police chokeholds, where it cuts off the oxygen, yeah, you're not allowed to do that anymore, but now you're not allowed to do anything? I, it amazes me. I personally believe that to be a president of the United States, you probably should have served in the military. I, I don't have a problem with this. Maybe governors should serve in the police force or at least serve somewhere in law enforcement so they can sit back and know what's going on. Legislation increasing the transparency of peace officer misconduct records. I definitely don't agree with this because do you know how often they they are uh, uh, police officers accused of misconduct? You got YouTube videos left and right that do nothing. Well, the police officers are harassing me because the chick is on her phone while she's sitting in the middle of the street not paying attention. That's considered harassment. Well, yeah, that shouldn't be considered that should not be considered anything. But it's still going to be in the police officer's record. This is, doesn't show a pattern. It just shows a pattern. The, the officer could be doing his job or her job. And they could just get accused of harassment. So, no, I don't think that should be. If there's some serious, serious misconduct, yes. But, I mean, just anything that's put in a police officer's record? No, no. Eliminate certain immunity provisions, allowing police officers to face lawsuits. That'll kill you. That will absolutely kill the kill police officers. That is made to simply 
get rid of police officers. Because here's the thing, qualified immunity is what police officers have right now. So if a police officer, let's say, pulls someone over, the person can't sue that police officer for misconduct. All right. Now, what they're basically saying is, no, she, that person who was pulled over doesn't like getting the ticket. She should be able to sue the police officer. That's insane. That's absolutely insane. Newsom said, quote, today marks another step towards healing and justice for all. Too many lives have been lost due to racial profiling and excessive use of force. We cannot change what is past, but we can build accountability, root out racial injustice, and fight systemic racism. A again, I, I would give my left arm to debate Gas Gavin Newsom. He's such a complete moron. Show me where systemic racism is. And the one thing I would point out is, Gavin, you're part of the system. You've been part of the system for 20 years. That means you're a racist. Isn't that what you're basically saying? And racial injustice? Anyway, we are all indebted to the families who persevered through the grief to continue to fight and work toward a more just future. Question for you. Why would anyone want to be a cop? Why would you, you are going to, this, this legislation has been condemned by every police organization in California, including CHP, the sheriff, and every police division in the, every police department in the state. Your life, your life is constantly put in danger, but your, the cop is not allowed to protect themselves without being accused of something. Cops are now susceptible to any complaint. They can be sued by any criminal because the criminal doesn't want to be put in jail. The mere mention you are a racist and all white people are racist. Let's not forget that. That's what Gavin Newsom thinks. A white cop is going to get kicked off the force because he's a white cop. That's what all that critical race theory is. Um, you can lose your job because you might act improper. You might have acted improperly. That's the whole. That's the whole thing. If you are working with a cop that does something wrong, you can actually. That sounds communist, isn't it? He could get into trouble, and then every every cop, every criminal you catch gets freed anyway. I mean, they they've eliminated. I think they've eliminated bail in this state. So people go to jail unless they committed, like, murder. They're going to be on the street. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see how that works. So be prepared. Uh, California's crime is going to go straight up, and then what they're going to do is go after guns, which they're already doing in New York. Um, Gavin Newsom also wants to end the suburbs in California and force us all to live in apartments. Kind of like they do in China and the Soviet Union. According to the San Jose Mercury News, Newsom, quote, essentially abolished single-family zoning in California and greenlit a series of bills intended to bolster the state's housing production. Do you know how he could bolster the state's housing production? Actually stop putting regulations on people building houses. Lower the property taxes. But essentially what he wants to do is and this is great, what he wants to do is he wants to make it that 
you can build property in a zone, but you have to get permission from the government and the government will determine, well, we think you should build an apartment building there. That's essentially what he wants to do. So in Los Angeles, which is really going to, you know, Los, San Diego County, where I live, Riverside County, they're not going to go for this. They're just going to say, well, then you want to build a house, build a house. Because suburbs are nice and conservative areas, they just, they like it. The problem is California is trying to make it that this state becomes completely communist. What they want to do is they want to make it that the state city says, okay, you bought that property. Uh, we want you to build a 12-unit apartment building. Well, I want to build a house. Well, no, we want you to build a 12-unit property because we got a housing problem. Okay, the two laws are SB9 and SB10. So this is SB9. Under the law, local governments will have to approve the applications if the project's meet size requirements and local design standards, fall outside of historic or environmentally sensitive districts, and do not require the demolition of housing that is rent restricted or has been occupied by tenants for the past three years. Here's a question for you. Um, what if the tenant's been there for two years? Does that mean you can actually tear that house down and build an apartment building? There's also pretty much eliminates property rights because now I have no say on what I can build on the property that I paid for. SB 10 says, quote, will allow cities to rezone some parcels of urban area, including those near public transit for up to 10 units. This is an interesting one because there are lots of houses by a train station for me. Does that mean that the city of where I live I'm not going to say what city I live in, but the city where I live, they can actually tear down the houses that are right across the street from the uh, from the uh, train station so they can build more apartment buildings? The answer is probably. And is this California's law, is California's law here going to really push eminent domain and start opening, start taking houses, homes away from property owners? Could this happen? The answer is yes, it could happen because that's what the law says. These laws will not make California a better state. It will make it into a huge institution. It will be like prisons. California will become a prison. Nothing but ugly apartment buildings everywhere. Suburbs will have to build a big Rural areas will have to build apartment buildings. And by the way, none of this actually lowers the rents on apartments. I don't live in an apartment because I can't afford it. And I don't want to live, I don't want to spend that kind of money. I'd rather save and buy a house. Uh, so, um, be prepared never to see a California elected to office in California again, thanks to Gavin Newsom. California on Monday? In their latest and largest state, the, it became the latest and the largest state to uh, adopt mail-in balloting. Now, don't forget, mail-in balloting was supposed to be for the pandemic so that someone didn't have to go to the uh, ballot, the ballot, uh, the voting places because they were afraid they were going to get COVID. So it was really supposed to be a one-year thing. And it was a disaster in California. California. 
People out of state were getting ballots. Illegal immigrants were getting ballots. Legal immigrants, illegal aliens, excuse me, we're going to get to that in a second. Illegal aliens were getting ballots. Legal immigrants were getting ballots. People who had no business voting. And they were sent automatically based on a form that they filled in at the DMV. It was a disaster. And it really showed the corruption. The thing is, unlike Arizona, which, by the way, I hear everyone is saying, oh, see, Arizona didn't. No, Arizona found a lot of corruption. They found a lot of corruption. Matter of fact, there are Republicans in there saying there's enough evidence to overturn the uh, certification of the votes. We're talking double the uh, double the ballots were put in for Biden that were put in for Trump. It, it, it looks bad in Arizona. The news media is saying, oh, well, nothing to see here. No, there is a lot to see there. Arizona, basically, Trump won. Georgia, Nevada, Wisconsin. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that we probably have a really bad election here. So Newsom tweeted this. California just made vote-by-mail permanent, which means every registered voter will receive a ballot in the mail for every election, or they will, or every ineligible voter may get one too. Unlike other states, California is working to make it easier than ever to vote. Here we go. First off, mail-in voting wasn't supposed to be a permanent thing. It was supposed to be a temporary thing. Mail-in voting has shown to be corrupt. Just like drive-through voting has shown to be corrupt. Just like, well, a whole, whole bunch of things. Mail-in voting was not. And this is one thing I always stand by. Voting shouldn't be easy. It shouldn't be convenient. Voting should be not easy, not convenient. It should be kind of a pain in the ass. And the reason it should be a pain in the ass is because... We don't need everyone voting. If you do not want to make an effort to vote, you should probably not be voting. In the old days, when I had to wait in line, old days, like three years ago, I had to wait in line to vote. Okay, this was because I'm, this was important. I need to make the effort. And you could assume me standing in line, I actually know what I'm going to be voting for. But no, now we're just going to send ballots and anybody could just, oh, I'll fill it in and leave it at my mailbox and have the the mailman pick it. It, It's garbage. Finally, well, not finally, there's a couple more. Oh, no, well, finally, this is about it. In a stroke of genius by our California governor, with all the problems we have in the state, he has decided he's going to remove the term alien from the California code. It will be replaced by non-citizen, which doesn't really say anything. For example, illegal alien, legal alien. We'll talk about what alien actually means in a second. Uh, This is what he said. Quote, as the nation's most diverse state, we are stronger and more vibrant because of our immigrant communities. This important legislation, this is not important legislation, by the way, uh, removes the word alien, which is not only an offensive term, It's not an offensive term uh, for a human being, but for far too long has fueled a divisive and hurtful narrative. By changing this term, we are ensuring California's laws reflect our state's values. You know what should be a state value in California, but it's not law and order, sovereignty, citizenship. 
legal residence, none of that is a, a, a state value. In the past, uh, the Newsom administration said the term is, quote, a political dog whistle. I love that term. Uh, to express bigotry and hatred without using the traditionally racist language. Okay, so let's go. Let's look at the Oxford Dictionary's definition of alien. All right, it stands for, quote, belonging to a foreign country or nation. It also means a foreigner, especially one who is not a naturalized citizen of the country where they are living. Josie's an alien. She's a legal alien. She's a legal resident, but she is an alien because she what she's not naturalized and she's not a citizen of this country. So here here's what's important. Um, what these folks are trying to do is change language. Alien does not have a Alien, by all intents and purposes, is a neutral word. It doesn't mean anything. It just means foreigner. That's all it means. When we talk about little space aliens, you have to typically say space alien to acknowledge that this is a foreign op this is a foreign entity from another planet. It's not even from our own world. You don't just call an alien an alien. Okay, you usually have to qualify alien. California is going to crap. And our government, our governor, thinks he has a mandate to make it worse. I understand a lot of people want to stay in California because it's a beautiful state. The weather's great. But the political climate here is being cemented. It state's not going to change. And now we're finding that most people, in, in a, a recent study, it's found that most people that are leaving California are Republicans. So a lot of folks in Tennessee, Texas, Florida, they basically say, hey, don't leave California, that crap hole state, and then come to our state and start voting for the same things you voted for in California. Well, the reality is the people that are leaving the states, I mean, California lost one or two representatives this year. So they're losing people left and right. But that's not what's happening. They're losing Republicans. They're losing conservatives. They're le I mean, I'm leaving. Josie, who is far, she's more of a libertarian than a conservative. She's dying to leave. We've been waiting for this thing for the last, we've been waiting for the state to change for the last 20 years, and it's only gotten worse. And a lot of the laws that Gavin Newsom and his brethren before are just going to make the state far worse. So old Joe keeps trying to be unifying, and you can tell with his the two latest picks. So the first one is Tracy Stone Manning. She's been confirmed by the Senate to be uh, the head of the Bureau of Land Management. What's the big deal about that? Well, she's a radical eco-terrorist. Adam Brandon, president of the conservative and libertarian advocacy group, Freedom Works, says should it should come as no surprise Biden's nominee holds her views seeing she collaborated with eco-terrorist eco groups with ties to Ted Kaczynski the Unabomber Stone Manning's uh, confirmation was ugly it, was, it went through con it went through a ton of controversy it was strictly voted along party lines she was linked to a group way back in 1989 called Earth First with who did a tree spiking uh, plot 
in Idaho. Now, if you don't know what tree spiking is, here's here's what it is. Okay, according to Fox News, the letter told the letter the letter that she wrote. Okay, let me get to this part part first. She was actually arrested for this. And in order not to have this on a record, she had to write a letter explaining what she did and then she would be let go. Okay? The letter told the Forest Service that 500 pounds of spikes measuring 8 to 10 inches in length have been jammed into trees of an Idaho forest. The sails were marked so that no workers could be injured and so that you a-holes know what that they were spiked. This was from her letter. Read the letter by obtained by Fox News. Quote in quoting the letter again, the majority of the trees were spiked within the first 10 feet, but many, many others spike were spiked as high as 150 feet. P.S. This is from her letter. You bastards go in there anyway, and a lot of people could get hurt, is how the note concluded. So essentially spiking is they nail uh, spikes into the trees and the guys who try and cut it will hit a spike their chainsaws would blow up and they could cause major damage to themselves they could cause major injury or death this was a dangerous this is, this is it still happens this is a dangerous method of control of of stopping people from cutting down trees again according to fox news stone manning took heavy fire for her graduate graduate thesis where she endorsed population control to protect the environment, writing that Americans needed to, quote, breed fewer consuming humans, end quote. She also wrote that parents should stop having children after having two and create a, created a sample advertisement that called a pictured child and, quote, environmental hazard, end quote. Biden's new BLM director, uh, Bureau of Land Management director, also wrote a 1991 essay that Americans should, quote, wage war on overpopulation, end quote, to protect the grizzly bears. This is what she said, quote, we can bicker and moan at each other in our battle about what's going on to help the bear now, but ultimately we need to look at the maps less, crunch numbers less, and begin to wage war on overpopulation, end quote. Wow. So this is a woman that you want in your administration? That's awesome. Do you does this sound like a person that really gives a damn about American citizens? No, she wants you to stop having kids. She wants less American citizens. Then there's this other one, Sole Amarova. This one's just insane. Joe Biden nominated Sole Amarova to be comptroller of the currency. Now, this is going to great. I'm not even going to, I'm just going to read from the Wall Street Journal because they talk about her. It's an op-ed piece from the Wall Street Journal. Quote, President Biden checked off another progressive identity box last week by nominating Saleh Omarova, She, I guess she's Asian, as comptroller of the currency. Some Trump appointees were, ridic- appointees were ridiculed for having supported the elimination of their agencies. Ms. Omarova wants to eliminate the banks that she's appointed to regulate. The Cornell University law student professor's radical ideas might, have even, might even make Bernie Sanders br- blush. 
She graduated from Moscow State University in 1989 on a Lenin personal, that's Vladimir Lenin, personal academic scholarship. 30 years later, she still believes the Soviet economic system was superior and the U.S. banking should be remade in Gosbank's image. That's the USSR's national bank. Quote, I came, I, until I came to the U.S., I couldn't imagine that things like gender pay gaps still existed in the today's world. They don't. It doesn't exist in the world. That has been disproven by Thomas Sowell back in the 80s. Say what you will about the USSR. Like, they're not there anymore because of their lousy economy. There was no gender pay gap there. That's because everybody was poor in the Soviet Union. Market doesn't always know best, she tweeted in 2019. After Twitter users criticized her ignorance, she added a caveat. I never claim women and men are treated absolutely equally in every facet of Soviet life, but people's salaries were set by the state in a gender-blind manner. All women got very generous maternity benefits. Both things are still a pipe dream in our society. Sure, there was a gulag and no private property, but maternity benefits. This woman believes that was... That last line was also from the Wall Street Journal. This woman believes that the best way to deal with banks is to have a central bank and get rid of all the other banks. And that's one of the things when she was being interviewed for this, that's one of the things she said. She said banks should not be allowed to acquire other banks, shouldn't be able to invest. She believes that banks shouldn't be able to give loans. She believes that the only person, the only group that should be given giving loans, is the national bank. Can you imagine? You need to. Hey, it took me nine months to get my pass. I finally got my passport. By the way, it took me nine months to get my passport. Can you imagine how long it's going to take the Fed to approve a loan for a house that I want to get? Government sucks at everything, but she wants the government to control the entire economy. She wants the government to control all your money. I don't see a problem with that. I mean, we. what she also seems to forget with the Soviet Union is that the Soviet Union took everybody's money. If anybody had any money in the bank, the Soviet Union took it. Lenin took it. Stalin took it. People were hiding their money, hiding their gold bars under their mattresses. And this isn't the only... The Soviet Union was the only one that did that. Cuba did it. Nazi Germany did it. Italy did it. China is doing it. It's insane that these people want this socialist, communist control. And they don't, you just have to look at history to realize where that's going to end up. Yeah, but that's who's running. That was a great pick. Again, she was confirmed via, um, I think she was confirmed. I don't recall if she was actually confirmed, but... Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Okay, in our last story, I know I'm going long, but I, last week, I, I, California has pissed me off so much that I had to talk about California because it's my state. I love the state. I would love to buy a house here. I'd love to continue living here. But they, they are jerking this state so much. My quality of life has gone down so much that I'm ticked off about it. I just want to talk about how terrible it is here. And New York is no better, and I hear Massachusetts is no better, Michigan is no better. 
gotta we gotta move to Florida or something. So last week, Kamala Harris, um, <laughs> she's such a disaster. You will not hear another word from her. I guarantee you, you're not going to see her in front of the cameras until old Joe keels over. And then maybe old Joe, they might do the weekend at Bernie's stick and stick a stick uh, Obama's hand up his butt and make him talk because there is just no possible way they can have this broad as president. She's just a disaster. So last week, Kamala Harris agreed with an anti-Semite high school student and created a scandal with one of our greatest allies in the Middle East. Listen to this and and try to listen because it, it's, it's actually kind of hard to hear. Like protests and demonstrations in astronomical numbers then with Palestine, but then just a few days ago there were funds allocated to continue backing Israel, which hurts my heart because it's an ethnic genocide and a displacement of people, the same that happened in America, and I'm sure you're aware of this. And I bring this up also because of the issue of how Americans are struggling because of lack of health care, public health care, lack of affordable housing, and all this money ends up going to um, in funding Israel and backing Saudi Arabia and whatnot. And I think that um, the people have spoken very often in what they do need, and I feel like there's a lack of listening, and I just feel like I need to bring this up because it affects my life and people I really care about lives, and this is just something I have to bring up. I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did. And again, this is about the fact that your voice, your perspective, your experience, your truth should not be suppressed. Oh my God. I. I wow. She is, first off, a couple of things here. Um, this chick is like 16 years old. You you can tell this gal, if you want, you can go wild and crazy and tell this gal uh, there's no genocide happening in, in Israel. There isn't any genocide happening in Israel. None, zero, nada. That's just not true. You can't actually say that to a 16-year-old. That Israel is probably the freest state in the Middle East. Israel does not control the Go the Golan Heights and the Gaza Strip. No, the Palestinian Authority controls that. That's their government. That's the government they elected. So, the problems that are happening in the Golan Heights and the Gaza Strip, that's the Palestinians' problem. That's not Israel that's doing it. And Israel isn't occupying anything. Israel owns that area. That's their area. Heck, the Golan Heights and the Gaza Strip is also Israeli area. They could sit back and you want to see genocide and crap like that. They could just walk in and take that stuff over. There are Palestinians and Arabs that are in the Knesset, which is their government. There are no Jews in the uh, Palestinian Authority. None. Zero. There are no Jews in the Golan Heights or the Gaza Strip because the Palestinians kicked them out. You know something, Kamala? You can tell her this. And you can tell her that what she is stating is just flat-out anti-Semitic. Kamala can do that. There's nothing wrong with that. You can actually tell this little girl that she's wrong. And that's okay. 
The worst term, I think, in human history is your truth. There is no such thing as your truth. Like, your truth, truth is subjective. This is something that the left always tries to do. Truth is subjective. Truth is not subjective. It's backed up by facts. Fact. A man cannot be a woman. That's a fact. You, I, you can sit there, that's, but it's your truth because you're a, tr you're a transgender. It's your truth that a man can be a woman. No, that's not a truth. Your truth, truth is not subjective. And, and finally, you know, Kamala is really bad at this. She has effed up everything she's been assigned to. Don't forget, she was supposed to be dealing with the border. She was assigned, what has she done at the border? She took a trip to Central America. What, what exactly is that going to fix the border? She um, was assigned, and this is something we all forget, she's actually been assigned to take care of voting rights. Now, I don't think well, a lot of the states that the left, uh, a lot of the states that initiated voting laws that are actually conservative voting laws, they're actually very good voting laws, I, I don't think I really want her interfering in that, but let's just say she was assigned to that. What has she done? I bet you haven't heard, I even forgot that she was in charge of that. She is doing nothing. She has no argument for anything. Anytime she's asked, like, why did you go to the border? Well, I, I haven't been to the border, but I also haven't been to Europe. That's, that's your, that's your argument? Really? That's your argument? That doesn't sound like much of an argument. Um, she's got this creepy cackling laugh. I'm sure they're telling her to, to knock this off. And you can tell right now the Biden administration are trying to hide her. The big problem is she's a black woman. Well, she's a woman of color. I don't know if she's, she's not exactly black. And she's a leftist. And they needed her to appease the leftist base, but she's terrible. She's absolutely terrible. She had no business being the vice president. And the problem is she definitely has no business being president. Uh, there's no way she, there's no way she's ready and I'll go a step further she will never be ready this is one of the reasons why I think Joe Biden I I gotta tell you I thought Joe Biden would be out of office by now well now I know why he's not going to be out of office because if Kamala Harris becomes president she's going to be an absolute disaster and the left knows it so they got to fix this stuff. They got to fix this stuff with Kamala Harris. So she's decided to hire a some coaches that are going to try and improve her image. Harris staff contacted uh, the Democratic majority. Uh, oh, no. Well, first off, let's talk about the problem with Israel. Israel was pissed. Okay, so she uh, the, Harris's staff contacted uh, the Democratic majority for Israel and its president, Mark Mel Melman, to reaffirm her, reaffirm her support for Israel. Melman, who is a borderline leftist, yes, Israel has leftists, sat there and said, quote, we are pleased that Vice President Harris's senior staff reached out to us today to confirm what we already knew. Her commitment to Israel's security is unwavering. No, it's not. Uh, this poor bastard doesn't, doesn't get it. It's not wavering. 
Biden's either. So, and, and by the way, we're going to find out how unwavering it is when Iran, within the next couple of weeks, actually has enough material to create a nuclear weapon and Israel has to do something about it. We're going to find that out. So, again, that's that's coming from a guy who is basically a leftist. So, it's not a big shock. So, what are you going to do? They need to improve Kamala Harris's image. And so, they hired a group to do so. So, according to Reuters, Lorraine Voles and Adam Frankel, who worked with the Harris with Harris during the transition, have joined the team and will focus on strategic communications, long-term planning, and organizational development, a White House official with knowledge of the matter said. Their experience has been and will continue to be valuable a valuable resource for our whole team as we map out long-term planning and fulfill the administration's ambitious policy agenda. What does it mean, fulfill the administration's ambitious policy agenda? It means they're going to teach her to be a politician and lie better. That's essentially what that means. Now, this is a leftist group. This is not a conservative group. They're not a, a neutral group. They are a leftist group. According to the Washington Examiner, Lorraine Voles is a crisis communications expert, and Adam Frankel is a former Obama speechwriter, worked for the Harris during the presidential transition and have extensive experience crafting messages from the White House and corporate world. Among the services Voles advertises on her website, crisis management and marketing and rebranding earn top billing. Guess what? It's not going to work because Kamala Harris is just a terrible person. I mean, this is a woman who slept her way into politics. Remember Willie Brown? That does not make a politician. And the reality is, shouldn't she have had all this stuff before she became vice president? Well, yeah. But she had to, she checked those boxes that Biden needed for a vice president. He swore he was going to get a woman of color. He did. She was the one available. Yeah, good job. Well, I wish Kamala Harris good luck, but she wouldn't know what to do with it, and it's not going to work out anyway. Okay, we're done. Visit my website at dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. You folks have a nice day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics.